McTavish. Thurston gets the ball to Morgan. Morgan crosses the 20. Comes away to O'Neill. Gets the ball. What's up guys, it is Hot Take without the Hot Take here and we are back, back again. with yes. another week of junior, junior, of junior Senior 2 views. You have to have it. And we're just going to get straight into it. We're so, going to get straight into it. First topic. We're, I'm the, going on, we're going off the beaten path. We're not, we're not, we're going to go, so in, we're the, going to go into the, the Premier, Premier League. The Premier League is back with full capacity <laughs> crowds, scary, scary. but I will say the UK has been it has around 70% of its population vaccinated. That's, that's why good. That's why they've been able to open up everything. So a feel-good story. The Brenton Bees, the English football team, beat Arsenal. Yeah, the that first was... Time of, the first time the, they've been in the top, in the top flight, flight of in 74 years. 74 years. And there was a really heartwarming clip where an old man who had followed a team for decades was crying seeing his team win against Arsenal. And I have to just... It is a really feel-good moment. And teams that usually get into the Premier League, it's basically like a given at this point that teams that get promoted to the Premier League for the first time in their history um, do overachieve in their first year. Mm-hmm. And uh, we saw that with... Um, we saw that with... Uh, Sheffield, Sheffield United, who okay. who overachieved, who got to the sixth spot, one spot out of a Europa League mm-hmm. spot. Okay. So it's pretty much a given. I have a feeling they will overachieve this year. Yeah. But Arsenal, oh Jesus, like their team is a mess. I mean, they've got some really well cast players, but they they're a mess. As long as Kroenke owns the team, oh, well, look, I they're not winning. I Jack, think, I think this is more about Brenton, less about Arsenal. Yeah, this was a. If you're talking about how things are with English Premier League, you know, to be out of that space and be, you know, down in the dumps for so long, mm-hmm, yeah. you know, it, it doesn't happen in a lot of other sports where teams just sit and back and watch. So it'd be great if the NBA could do that and take the Sacramento Kings and let them sit on the off the yeah, that, for a little while. Yeah, okay. but, but you just watch us play. You're in Sacramento. Take but, uh, take yeah. their franchise away. They're right. a franchise. Next, rookie QB debut preseason game. So. A few. This is all about the preseason, but it's all about the quarterback. That's all you're talking about. So in Chicago, you know Justin Fields. Well, Dalton, really, Dalton uh, has gone on the record saying he wants to be the starter. Yeah, I'm sure Andy Dalton wants to yeah, be the starter. He said Fields will have a great career, but I'm going to be the starter. Okay, well that's what he says, and it all comes. And down I to have him. a feeling he will be the starter. I have a feeling too. I believe it will be. I will be Andy Dalton, but I think it's going to be maybe six games before the. the they decide to change things up. Yeah. Um, you know... If they fall apart. Historically, if... Chicago's never had the an kind offense. of quarterback. Not a kind of quarterback. An offense Justin, in general. But not even that. The kind of quarterback that Justin Fields is. Yeah. So, that's a good start. Um, look, I think it's going to be interesting to see what happens for the next three games that follow. I just... So, I, we'll see what some, happens with that. Some way, somehow, the McCaskies will find a way to screw it all oh, up. Oh, well, look. The other thing to consider in your quarterback controversy... 
uh, moving forward with the rookies is Trevor Lawrence and yeah. Gardner Minshew. I did, like. I'm sorry. It's, it's Trevor Lawrence. He's starting. I Gardner Minshew to me is is a really he's a he sometimes has it. He sometimes doesn't. Yeah, look, he's a he's twenty two. He's, he's twenty two. He's I, he's a serviceable quarterback, but he's mm-hmm. not. He's if you're gonna if you're really expecting him to be a star, you're not. You're dreaming. Right. Well, speaking of other quarterback controversies, or forget about the rookies for a second, Cam or Mac. I have a feeling they'll start Cam. It'll start Cam. And Belichick and the hoodie, the hoodie and Belichick will be this will be training his young disciple in Mac Jones. Yeah, I mean, I mean, people are saying you know not get much out of Belichick. You don't get much out of Belichick anyway, so I don't see why it's any different now. Every uh, you know preseason like Mac Mac Jones and Belichick are pretty much the same person. Have you seen the way they both walk? Oh well, I don't know about both walk. They you know. Belichick doesn't talk much, so I think I think you're right. But Mac Jones thrives in a short range passing offense. That's yeah. how he did in out in Bama. So I have a feeling if they develop him correctly, they could have their next franchise franchise QB. The other thing to consider is Taysom Hill or Jameis Winston. I say Jameis. Same. I'll agree with you, Jameis Winston. If he fixes the turnover habit, if he fixes the culinary habit, I think they could. The Saints could do something. No, I, I mean, they have a really good offense. They have slant boy Michael Thomas. They got Alvin Kamara. If, but they have Alvin Kamara still healthy. So it's it's gonna be interesting to see what the Saints do. I'm not sure if they can make a playoff push though. But I think they can. I think it'll be Jameis. Their second that... their secondary is still an issue though. I'm not worried about second. I'm talking about quarterback yeah. right now. You need you need a quarterback who's experienced, and he is. And he'll, he's going to make turnovers, but he also can throw the ball downfield a lot deeper than Taysom Hill can. All right, moving on. We're talking about the Ravens' first six games. Yeah. So we've kind of gotten back to the idea to get to the next, the first six games for the Ravens. So let's go. Let's look at... Well, you got to consider last year, Lamar was kind of stagnant for the middle half of the, the middle part of the season. Mm-hmm. He was sort of not really, he didn't really have it. Like, Lamar was struggling. And when Lamar struggles, that entire offense struggles. I th- look, I, it's just I, about whether Lamar can, like, because teams now have figured him out. They always dare him to beat beat them with his arm. Right, and that's that's the thing that has to go to the next area in the playoff game loss. And they didn't the, get many wide receivers in free agency, which they had to. Well, look, I think the thing for the Ravens is it's all about home field. Yeah, the Ravens, um, they went on the road and lost to Buffalo, and they did that. Buffalo basically pulled everybody back, let Lamar run where he wants to run, but then throw the ball downfield because you have to throw the ball. They also pulled off an amazing win against the Browns away from home. All right, so let's consider the first six games, shall we? Yep. The first game of the season, they will be facing the Raiders. They're winning this game easy. They'll be facing. They're hosting the game. They'll win that. That's one and zero. That's one and zero. I agree with there. The second game is going to be, I believe, they're going to be the ones going to Kansas City. I think uh, that's an L. I think it's an L. It depends on how their defense does against Kansas City, but I think that's an L. I think it's an L. I say, I say Kansas L City's too. defense isn't amazing, but it gets results. I say L2. Yeah. We, we both agree. One, one and one. one. Okay, week three, they take on the Lions. That's going to be an easy win. Lions are rebuilding. Okay, so two and one. Yeah. I agree. Week four, they're going to be, believe they're going to be the ones hosting. I think they're going to be playing the 
from what it says, the Broncos. Hmm. Uh, Broncos. Sec- Broncos. Broncos secondary stacks, but winning. they're probably gonna allow Lamar to beat them with his feet. So they're so, they're gonna win that three and one. Yep. So far, four games. Week five, they played the Colts. That's a tough one. Colts have a really good defense. I think they might lose that one. But I'm gonna say three. I don't and two. know. It's just about whether the Colts will be healthy. I'm saying three and two. I'll agree with you. Week six, they take on the Chargers, and I believe they go to L.A. That's gonna be a win. A win. Yeah. Four and two. Yeah. Four and two. We agree. Four and two. So the first six games for the Ravens. It's just about whether whether the Ra- Ravens can stay healthy and whether they can maintain form and whether. Lamar's arm can go back to 2019 MVP form yeah. because of the fact that teams, uh, like I said before, teams figured him out. They dare him to beat him with his arm. And with the lack of receivers that they have, yeah. then that's going to be a bit of a problem. Oh, we'll see. Okay, next topic to bring up is penalties for taunting in the NFL. It's already happened in the preseason. This is such a vague topic. So, But I think I think the issue here is the consistency factor. Because up until a couple of years ago, remember, teams weren't able to celebrate. Now they're able to celebrate. This is like... Yeah, they're not giving flags for this, but they're like, giving flags this for is, that. This is the most, like, broad punishment ever. Broad rule ever. Yeah. It's just like pass interference. What and every other rule in NFL history? What the hell is what the hell is a catch? Right. What is pass interference? Think, what is taunting? I think it's just taunting. Another... It's what it's look. I think it goes back, and I'm older than you, much older, of course. Uh, it goes back to the first guy who ever got up catching the ball and getting the first down and going first down. Nobody can see me do that, but the first guy who did that, it just started it. And that's and taunting. that started and that's and look. I think that's not even taunting. It's, it's not even taunting. But it's not even to me. I'm old school. You got a first down. Good. You didn't win the Super Bowl. Just play the game. So guys get up now and they go first down or first down. So I think that's the start of it. I think the idea and look, I have Madden twenty one. We do not care. Not even that. Let me just let me just let me just give you a little picture of this. Every time a play is made, right, you can yeah. choose your reaction to it. The player can flex. The player can do a signature move. The player can showboat. So it's already ingrained into the into the Madden 21. I just think it's just consistency. And yeah. I agree. It's like, I don't, what's I don't know how the, hell, how the hell how the NFL are going to really police this rule. It's just like cat, a catch or pass interference. Like, it's going to be yet another problem for officials in the Shield to deal with. All right. Let's move it on. Um, the other thing to consider is Joel Embiid. We'll switch gears to NBA. So, Joel Embiid, it's all about extensions. It's all about extensions. Uh, signed up. 196, 196 million. million. Four years. Over four years. I mean, he deserves that. He's, when he's healthy, he is the one of the best centers in the league. He's he is I, he, I think he's their franchise. Well, that's why you give him four years. Yeah. You say, here. And apparently, reportedly, he didn't have an agent. He walked in on his own. He met with management on his own. Yep. And they ironed out a deal. Of course. But like, I suppose there is a there is always the devil's in the details. Yeah. And for Joel Embiid, the details about staying healthy. Yeah. And so, if we go back to his first well, two years in the league, he had a bad foot. He was out. He didn't even play. There right. Were, there were reports that he might have retired. 
Well, before look, even playing a game I in mean, the NBA. He, and he tends to miss at least between 10 and 15 well, games Well, last year he was actually decently healthy. He wasn't too bad last year. I'm looking for the data. I, I, I think paper. he missed around down. three. I think he missed around three weeks. That's paper, uh, folks. Paper. I think he. I think he missed around three weeks. So the first last. two seasons, right? He missed it because of foot injury. Then he, 2017, he only played 31 games. 2018, he missed 10 games. 2019, eight games. 2020, missed eight games. And earlier this season, he missed 20, 10 games. So on average. Ever since the first yeah. couple of years, he's been missing about 10 to 12 games or so every well, season. Well, I think his durability is an issue, but it's not like an issue that um, is a real big problem. Because 8 to 10 games in the NBA, it, it can depends be a slide. It, it depends on when it happens. Of course, we agree when it I happens. I don't think... I think his durability is definitely a problem, but it's just if he gets how severe the injuries are. Especially, well, this is this is the thing. Again, it's I agree with you, and I absolutely will say you know with those games he missed yep. did cost him the MVP in yep. my opinion. Yeah, Joel Embiid when he's on the court he can do it all. He can shoot from outside. He can block. He can defend. He can blow post you. When he's on the court, when he's healthy, the yep. big question for Philly is on the side note is what happens now because. He needs a number two, well, and it's not Ben. Simmons. It's not going to be Ben Simmons. No play on words, he, folks. He doesn't need. A he hasn't two. received. He hasn't taken calls from so Philly's management. You got Ben Simmons basically stomping around like a, a petulant five-year-old. Yep. And now Timberwolves remain. What do you do? Appara- apparently, the Timberwolves remain oh interested. God, what are you going to get for that? Like, what are you getting? Like each day that passes is a big question going. Daryl Morey, like I said this last week, he will not get four first round picks for Simmons. He's lying. Well, to each day himself. that passes, he's not going to get that because no other team's going to step up and do no that. One's, no one's no it. one's no one was giving him four first round picks to begin with. Unless and, and, and as a side note to this, unless Portland still says, "Okay, D Lillard and you give us more." Portland's that, not so. giving up D, Damian Lillard. He wants to stay there. Okay. Portland's not giving up Damian Lillard for that. And okay, the other NBA trade moving on. Yep, is the trade that the was made with the Clippers getting Eric Bledsoe and really the really Grizzles. I just getting Rondo, Pat, Pat Bev, Bev, and somebody else, and somebody I else, have, somebody else. Off the I, who I, got the better deal? I really don't know why they made this trade. I okay, Bev. I agree trading. I I would agree with trading I like right back. Bev. I mean, Bev, he's. Look. He's, Pat Bev is a you need, every team and every basketball team. Let me make this very clear: needs a Pat Bev. In my opinion, Pat Bev, his defense, he his defense is good. He's one it's of the not, best defenders against the guys who need to be defending. In my opinion, his antics t- overtake his great defense. In my opinion, he becomes more of a distraction on the court. Well, his offense is. Like shows up once every ten games. Yeah, but that's not that's not his thing. Yeah. He's not meant to be that guy. Pat Beverly is not an offensive threat, but he's on the court and is out there giving. And he's up so part Pat Bev. I'm sort of fifty fifty on, but they put Rondo in the deal. Uh, Rondo's been one of their best veterans off the bench. He uh, give he gives that team leadership. Look, I I and a team that really needs it. I say that the Clippers did pretty well. I like Eric Bledsoe. I think Eric Bledsoe's a good. He had a really bad year. But he's in New Orleans. Everyone 
everybody has a bad year in New Orleans. Let's he, make it very clear. He doesn't. It's New Orleans. Bledsoe does not show up in the playoffs. Though. Okay, well, he does not show up in the playoffs. I believe if you saw what he he did with the Bucks, that's why they traded him. Okay, well, for I think he, I think he I think he's the right fit for the Clips. Another another shooter on the court. Who knows what's going to happen there? I, think I don't like the trade. Work. And then they flip. Well, we came they, to you to ask about the then, trade. And then the Grizzlies. They moved to Pat Bev on. Fli- they, the Grizzlies flipped Pat Bev. To go to Minnesota. Minnesota. Good luck. Oh, well. For Jarrett Culver, Juan Hernan Gomez. Okay. And that's a. I mean, they got a. Re- I mean, I don't know why the Timberwolves traded for him. It doesn't make sense. So the Grizzlies actually came out the best mm-hmm. out of any team. In this little trade package, oh. because they get, because they get some young talent. Well, they didn't get young talent. Well, Jericho Culver is twenty three. Well, they got Rondo, Her- which is a good veteran. They need to yeah. miss the veterans. They yeah. want one of the youngest teams to do. The Memphis yeah. Grizzlies don't need to get younger. They need to get more experienced. True, and they got and they got Rondo, okay. but they also got some youth for the bench, which okay. I like. Okay, so let's move on. We're gonna play a little word up, right? Yep. You ready for this? Because I usually win these. No, oh, Jesus. Because I know more words than you. What? Okay. Okay. The first one is Roger Federer staying out of the U.S. Open due to injury is expected. Expected, like he's, it. He's 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 done. <laughs> Federer's he's done. done. He's sick of forking him. I'm. He's. He, it's over. He's it's over. he's never gonna get back to that. Yeah. That six straight Wimbledon peak. No. He's never gonna do it. Okay. It's not gonna happen. I'm gonna match that. Roger Federer staying out of the U.S. Open due to injury is end of the road. Yep. I like that better. And mm-hmm. I agree. 40 years old, his third surgery on his knee. Um, you know. It's done. He, it's finished. He's not going to top Djokovic or even Nadal. Um, he's out of the Open. He doesn't know how what his timetable return is. I believe. I agree I with think, you. Maybe Federer, when he does get better, should just come out. And Maybe just hop on a seniors tour, do a little farewell. Probably just retire. And retire. Yep, that's not a bad idea. But look, one of the best players in tennis. And to do it probably, as long as he's probably, been playing. Arguably the best in history. Yeah. Okay, the next one. The Malice in the Palace documentary is blank. Fantastic. I watched it from start to finish. It was beautiful. Mm. It gave me a really new perspective on that whole situation. It was really, really insightful. I loved it. And if you haven't watched it, go and watch it. It was mm-hmm. fantastic, mm-hmm. and um, it was it was shocking as yeah. well with the with how everything how everything played out in the aftermath yeah. and what could have happened yeah, yeah. if none of that happened. Yeah, the Pacers yeah, yeah. had yeah. a championship yeah. team. Yeah. I'd say poignant. That's my word. I watched it the other day because you you recommended it to me. I thought it was really good because you got that other perspective. And at the time when I was aware of it, all they reported was, and look, you had elements in there. Don't get me wrong. Ron Artest yeah. is Ar- not the Artest. most stable human being in the yeah, world. Yeah, he's, he's but, not. But, you know, that that one cup coming down that started cup. everything. That cup. And, and it, that, that crowd yeah. was already riled up seeing their team getting beat badly. And there's a couple of things out of that as well. Yeah. Questioning the security. That rivalry. There was no security there. Yeah, there was no, like those none. Three cops there. None. The and the funny part for me was watching the fan that kind of ended up getting yeah, charged. He was he acting. Was he, like was he, acting was, like, he was acting like he was a pet. Yeah, he was acting he was like, like a petulant well, child. I got a side like, punch. They, on me. They, they, 
they really did bet, bet wrong to a good fan. Yeah, 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 good whatever. fan, you went on the, court, went on the court and sought out yeah. our test. Yeah. No, you you idiots. You went on the court. So and okay. also, the whole thing gave me gave me a... And a, let me just chime in. Special appearance by Tim Dottie. <laughs> I, I was like... I thought he'd be coming from jail. Well, he, well, he, was, he was a ref in that game. Yeah, I know. So I don't that, know. I'm sure he's better than Tim. That, that's the only... Oh my God, I was like, that's, that's Tim Donahue. Yeah, that's the, that is the only reason oh he was Oh, my in. God. It also speaks to a bigger conversation of um, mental health in, in sports because, um, as Ronald has said in the, um, in the documentary, he has depression and anxiety. Yeah, yeah. Back then... If if mental health was not not really looked at great now in sport, mm-hmm. it's looked at. It was looked at terribly back in yeah. the day. Okay, good good documentary. I enjoyed that. Yeah, okay. go and watch it if you haven't. Yes, the next one. The Mets appear to be in trouble. Trouble. It re- It's it's just it is putrid. It is not good. It just. I th- you know the Mets usually do their June July collapse. It happened in August this time. Why not? The hitting falls apart. Yeah. The pitching falls apart. Yeah. And I understand they have a trash schedule and they get sw- a a really bad schedule and they get beat up by the Dodgers and the Giants. At least they won one game against the Giants. Oh, well, look. But they have I I've looked at their schedule ahead. It's horrible. They've got it's bad. It is really the bad. Yankees. They've got they got but they have a Nat series the and Red Sox, the Brewers, yeah, they got good teams they, they, are playing. Yeah, but they have a Nat series. The only way I see them Nats see, and the Marlins, but the that's only, not gonna be the only the only way I see them maybe getting at an outside shot of wildcard berth right now is if they sweep both the Nats and the Marlins. I don't think so. And that's the only way they stay in, stay in it. And if the Braves and the Phillies Complete, if the Phillies completely fail. Otherwise, it's going to be a messy, 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 messy time. Okay. My word is free fall. Uh-huh. Absolute free fall. And look. This is what this, we... This is, this is the thing about the Mets. And you have to... There's a Mets fan, long-time Mets fan. You're only a Mets fan because I'm a Mets fan. But that's okay. Uh, every single episode. So, well, it's true. It's true. It's true. So, well, you took me to two Mets games, but okay. Well, you can, you can buy me more when I get older. So, look at this. I think the thing about the Mets is... It's either they have the pitching working and the hitting not working or vice versa. Steve Cohen lost it on Twitter. Well, and you know what? I actually agree with him. Exactly. I write the checks. Steve Cohen is the owner. Let he me, writes the checks. Let, let me just say this. I I don't blame Steve Cohen for... He's for, frustrated. For, like, he's, first of all, he's a fan of this team. That's why he bought the team. Yes. In a workplace, in any workplace, the boss is allowed to criticize his employees. I read the tweet. It doesn't seem like anything, anything like untoward. He's speaking facts. You're I, professional look, baseball players. I honestly will say this, okay? And I think there's, you know, watching other shows, they say, oh, he shouldn't have, should have. He writes the checks. And let's not forget, there was a different person owning a different New York team, George Steinbrenner, that would go to the papers or go to any microphone and say the same thing about his team yep. when they weren't doing the same thing. But, so the Wilpons for years just sat back on their hands and didn't say a word. Yep. Well, now Steve Cohen saying, I'm writing these checks and I'm bringing some guys in and they're not getting the job. And this is, this is good because we can now see that the owner cares about the team. Yeah. Regardless, aside from the Wilpons who, who didn't give a damn. All right. We'll stop with the Mets. They'll get me angry yep. at Agita. I have enough Agita with them. Okay. Tim Tebow's recent release from the Jaguars was... Surprising. I thought Urban Meyer was going to keep him around, honestly. 
I thought Urban Meyer was gonna keep his boy around. I thought Urban Meyer was. I thought Urban Meyer was gonna keep his boy around. Even though I didn't like it, I thought Urban Meyer was gonna keep his boy around. All right, my word is imminent. Um, I guess I agree with you. I thought he was gonna get to the second cut or maybe the next to last cut. The players have to come down to fifty three. Yeah. So they start off with like eighty nine or ninety and go to fifty three. By the end of this preseason, they'll be fifty three. Yeah. I've talked about Tim Tebow on this show before. Yeah. I didn't like the fact that he was basically wherever whether it was Urban Meyer talking to Tebow or Tebow talking to Urban Meyer, I think it's the latter, not the former. He was brought in as a tight end. As a publicity stunt stunt. You're the third wheel on a bicycle in the state of Florida. You got the Dolphins on the come up. You got the defending Super Bowl champions, Tampa Bay Buccaneers, and I'll keep saying the defending champions until they lose. You're in Jacksonville. Unless you're living near the stadium, nobody cares. They are literally the smallest major sports market in America. Right. So you got to get something. Hey, how about some Tebow jerseys? How about we do that? Come on, come on, come on. Tim Tebow has always been a, a, a plug. For a publicity. And of course the Wilpons bid on that. So of course, not? have him with the Mets, see if he can play ball. I don't know, hell, let's see if the Rangers want to try him for left winger. <laughs> I, I just, I think the Lord fact Lord knows that, they need the grid. Look, I think the fact of this is, Tim Tebow was a good college quarterback, won the Heisman, won all these championships, but as a pro quarterback, not very good. His career numbers, completion percentage of 47% is not good. 17 touchdowns, 9 interceptions. He only played for a year in Denver, and everywhere else he didn't play. Every time he was brought somewhere to challenge, went to go to the Jets to challenge Mark Sanchez for the back for the oh, to, that's just that, that blew two up in their horrible face. Options. So I just believe that other people don't get opportunities, like other per, like in in, other in the position quarterback. of quarterback, a quarterback who took the team, took their team to the champ, to a Super Bowl berth, a quarterback who hasn't got work since then, Colin Kaepernick. So I say enough about yeah. that. Ultimately, Tim Tebow, that's that. I don't doubt I don't know him for a bag of nails. And you know what? He played his heart out. He got conditioned. He decided to learn. Yeah. Just wasn't good enough. Well, this is you your... know what? He's a cat. He'll land on yeah, his feet. Because that's what's gonna happen. He's gonna land on his feet yeah. and get what? College game day, ESPN, Tim Tebow with a microphone. Alright, that's my that's, well, that's my your game that's your version of the rant. That's, that's my rant. That, that's your version yeah. of the rant, and it's not undeserved, I'll tell you that. No. Okay. Lastly in our word segment, the field of dreams game between the Yankees and the Chicago White Sox was Brilliant. It was a great game to watch. I mean you had two Teams, I mean, the Yankees have picked themselves back up and have looked like the Bronx Bombers again. Mm-hmm. The the White Sox are are have that division locked up and look like a team that could go to the the ALCS. Yep. That was a great game, and that Tim Anderson home run was absolutely spectacular. Yep. Right into the cornfields with the yeah, yeah. fireworks in the background. Yeah. Yep. The the MLB don't usually don't do a lot right. But yeah. they did the Field of Dreams series for all those games yeah. s- perfectly. Okay, I'll, I'll match you say it was historic. Because of the idea that Field of Dreams, a movie by Kevin Costner, if you've never seen it, go see it. You know, basically the, the players coming out of the fields the way they did was similar to the movie. Um, there was a good sort of, I guess, you know, Midwestern feel about it, which is why they're doing it again next year with the Cubs and the Reds. I don't think it's going to have the same fanfare. But it's sort of like the equivalent... Of 
the winter showcase. The winter with classic. The classic with the hockey. Yeah. So this is something that baseball can now look to and say, well, this will be our this you know midsummer classic showpiece. as well. This is our showpiece. We're in a weak field. We're in a, we're a classic stadium. Because let's be honest, stadium. the All-Star game is yeah. sort of Well, the All-Star sort of game stagnant. is not really the summer classic anymore. There's no... There's a lot of sense of pageantry now with the All-Star game. Whereas I think in the previous All-Star games, it was really about who could get the home field. Yeah, because that, was, was, that was a horrible idea. Bud C-League. Oh, well. A um, couple of things before we wrap up. Yeah. Big shout out to Wendy Elizabeth the Wacky, who's in Marlboro, New York. Listens to our show every week. Big shout out. And lastly, happy belated birthday, John Gruden. Needs to get fired. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. He's only... Oh, my God. Two straight eight and eight seasons. Get the hell out. He's going into his fourth season, I think, now? Fourth season of his second iteration. I mean, he's a a legendary coach for the franchise, but the game has passed him by. Let's be honest. He's one of those? He's one of those. You want to line up with Mike McCarthy saying the game has passed him by? The game has passed him by (laughs) massively. He can't relate to new players he doesn't use analytics he doesn't use any sort of like How do you know logic that? he he openly instead of yeah he openly dismisses analytics look, I th- look look there's something to say about coming back to the team that you embarrassed in a super bowl and yeah. get a 10-year i mean he's set well he doesn't have well, to, it was either good. it was either him or or khalil mack and mark davis threw his money at john gruden he's thrown his money at john gruden why well, as a franchise, Vegas have nothing to worry about now. The issue was a stadium. That's not well, an they're issue. Just, You're they're, where you need to they're be. They're just a show pony in Vegas now. Oh, well, look. They're not going to win the Super Bowl this year. Maybe a couple more years. Hell no! Josh Gruden has six more years to play Their with. defense sucks! <laughs> As they, do you know how much moves they made on that side of the ball and they still had significant issues? It's time to, they need to get rid of the Gruden. It's All time right. for a change. All right. On that note, I think we have expended yeah. our time. I think we've had a really good show, a lot of um, banter, a lot of talk. Ver- about, yeah. Variety topics. And, I mean, we still have baseball to cover. So we'll see if the Mets are still, we'll, in, first, still we'll, in last place by the time we turn around. Yeah. <laughs> we, have, we, we have more football news coming up coming. as we get closer to the season. Oh! We're going to go so through that, the first six games going, for the Steelers next week. We'll see what they look yeah, like. Yeah, that, that'll game. be interesting. Yep. And I guess that's our show for this week. So, so keep following along. We'll be uploading every single week. And see you. Bye.